Hey everyone, this is All of the Things podcast where we are going to be talking about just anything and everything that tickles my fancy. Thank you for joining me and let's go. Hello friends, I am feeling very excited post uh, workshop that I did yesterday, The Art of Journaling, and it was... It was, I think it was really juicy and so many beautiful things came up and I expanded on all of the things I talked about in my last podcast when it comes to journaling and got some new nuggets myself, some new insights and really, really solidified how deeply I feel about the practice of journaling and the ways that it can help you and change your life, really. One of the things that came up for me after the class, because there was just so much to talk about, was something that I didn't get to touch on, which is a communication piece. So I think communication is so, so important. I think it is a game changer in all of our relationships. And I mean, we are relationships based in terms of like being human beings. We rely, we live in societies where we rely on that family structure. We work with different people and so much gets lost in translation sometimes, not necessarily even language, but like, yeah, like miscommunications cause all kinds of drama and anxiety and stress and whatnot. Now, there's miscommunication and then there's no communication period. We don't get taught this vital, vital skill of communicating, of talking about our feelings, of being straightforward. This is something that's come up for me personally recently is a situation where I'm feeling like I want to, you know, share my thoughts and feelings with someone because I feel rubbed the wrong way and I don't want to carry a resentment unnecessarily and start to create a story and build a story and look for see what happens is like when you don't communicate and when you don't get clear from both sides you start to create a story in your head and then your brain is going to start looking for validation of that story and then it's going to continue to build on it and build on it and build on it we do this all of the time with all kinds of different people and it I mean it ruins relationships of all kinds it it's just makes such a difference and it's not easy because again it's not something that we get taught women i think are generally better communicators when it comes to maybe emotions etc which is the key part of it you know it's not just communicating facts the outward facts it's communicating feelings and observations and experiences and Communication isn't just the person that is saying the things. Communication is a two-way street. So communication also involves learning how to listen. Learning how to listen with your ego turned down so that you're not listening in a defensive mode. You're not listening and already thinking about ways that you can, you know, come back or what are you going to say? How are you going to defend yourself? Like, Learning these skills are really, really challenging. And if we're not taught and modeled these things when we're children, 
as we grow up, and I talked about this in my workshop yesterday, you know, how our brains are these beautiful things, but you know, so much development happens in those first few years and then a little bit more until you're, you know, in your late teens, but come your twenties, thirties, forties, etc., you have a lot of stuff that's set pretty firm. And unless you are proactively looking to change things, then you're going to kind of be living on this autopilot mode. And, you know, they nothing changes if nothing changes. So it has to start with you. It has to start with you trying to be a better communicator and working with whoever, you know, whatever the people that you're in relationships with. And, like, understanding that communication isn't always fun. It's not always lighthearted and lovely. It can be really tricky. It can be really challenging. It's something that I feel really, really grateful Ben and I have been able to remind ourselves to do and we've both been able to hold space for each other while navigating and be being comfortable and taking turns being the better communicator or the better listener or the person that's actually stepping in and saying hey we are not communicating right now and we need to be better communicators and we need to prioritize and we need to set it up and we need to make it look like this or whatever. And so I also saw some tweet or something the other day talking about like the cultural aspects of communication. There are a lot of cultures where there is a straightforwardness. People just say how they feel in the moment and it's, I don't know the other side of that, whether or not you know, grudges are held or how that goes further. But I definitely know that in a, a typically sort of, let's call it Western Caucasian culture, a lot of it is surface stuff. A lot of it is niceties and you see it in the way that yeah, business is run and it's just like all kinds of stuff where people are uncomfortable speaking up and speaking out and it doesn't always have to be a fight like I definitely really struggle with conflict right I mean who who's excited about conflict but what gets me excited about conflict since I have been practicing better communication proactive communication is that I know on the other side of conflict is a better relationship. Assuming that you're both interested in resolving that conflict and listening and hearing, etc. And again, it's not always easy. I don't always take, you know, information and feedback well, but I'm working on it. And I think that that's all that really matters because I remind myself that I have a lot of chipping away to do and a lot of change to make and a lot of natural instinct reactions to overrule and something that we even talked about last night Ben and I after the workshop because it came up for me was just reminding ourselves to be to be models of communication to Noah because we can know what we know and we can practice it when we remember, but we need to be actively showing him what it looks like to yeah, be in really good communication with each other, which is, you know, in, in really lovely, loving ways, 
when he gets home from work, for example, I'm cooking dinner and getting ready. Sometimes I don't even look up to say hello to him and just making it a practice to stop and see each other and communicate and listen. And when we're talking to each other, to listen, to set aside, you know, even five or 10 minutes to actually say, hey, what's going on? How are you? No phones, no screens, no distractions. I'm not thinking about other things. I'm not looking around the room and and mentally cleaning up or whatever it is. So that is all well and good when it comes to communicating with other people. Now, I think, and what sort of links this back to the journaling part of it, is that we have to start with ourselves. Like with everything, and I talked about it a lot yesterday as well, There's everything is a mirror of your own relationship with yourself to some degree, and vice versa. I think that we just sort of like ping back and forth these feelings, experiences, sense of self, sense of worth, and we see that reflected. And so if you are not a good communicator with yourself, how can you be a good communicator with other people? If you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you feel, if you don't know what you want, if you don't know yourself, period, then how can you communicate that to someone else so that they can know you and understand you and then, you know, serve you better and vice versa. And this is such a, such an important part of journaling. I think absolutely like bottom line, the most, there's all these other lovely side effects of it, but this is my whole jam, right? It's self-discovery. It's knowing yourself because we spend so much time looking out, looking out, trying to tick boxes that we don't even give a fuck about. We spend time, you know, barking up the wrong trees because we don't know what kind of tree we want to bark up. It's, it's just, it's crazy. I was listening to a podcast today with, from Erica Kramer, the queen of confidence, confidence chronicles podcast. I love her so much. She's going to be on my podcast. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. But she was talking about, you know, how does she do it all? And she was saying, you know, she doesn't do it all. And it's all, it's an amazing podcast. Just go listen to it. But what came up for me when I was listening to it was that because of the way that we function in the world, because we don't spend enough time looking in, asking ourselves, what do we want? What's true for us? What do we, what lights us up? What do we, what do we, what do we, what do we? We're looking out for answers everywhere else. And we're looking to all different kinds of people who are doing all different kinds of things. And then we feel like we need to do all of those things. Those people individually are not doing all of those things, right? You've got like, especially if you're on Instagram, my God, I'm, I'm really, really obsessed right now with information overload and the way that we consume information and what's that, what that's doing to our brains and what that's doing to the way that we feel overall. And I can see it. I mean, I can just see it everywhere. I can, I know what it's like for me personally, what that feels like in my body, anxiety, depression, um, all that kind of stuff. Just, I'm just feeling unsatisfied feeling like I'm in a rat race all of the time. And I think about the fact that, you know, if you're on Instagram and you're just, and you you follow different people because you do have interest in different things, you know, I'm a mom. So I follow some mom accounts. I'm 
interested in fertility and health. It's also something that we're, you know, it's going on in our lives right now. So I follow those accounts and then I follow creative accounts and, you know, inspirational accounts, women boss accounts, people that are building businesses. I love natural therapies. And so I follow essential oils and, you know, meditation and this and this and this. And I follow all these different people that are doing all their own different thing. And you're just taking it all in and your brain is just trying to uh, to make sense of it all and fit it in and keep you alive and whatnot. So your brain just has this, this uh, you know, lump sum of many, many, many people doing many, many, many different things. And then you're going, I have to do all of those things. I've got to do all of them and as well as everyone else. Otherwise, I'm not, you know, I'm failing. And those people are not doing all of those things. Those people have their drive, their passion, their whatever that lights them up. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't be multifaceted or that they're not multifaceted. But they're not doing all of the things either. And so the communication piece is figuring out what do I want to do? Where do I want to put my energy? What's lighting me up? What do I need to do right now? What kind of space do I have? What can I do with that space? How can I be the best version of me? What's important to me? This is so, so, so key, I think. I talk about it in my goals and vision. Like it, it is like there's this red thread that always comes back to communication with yourself. I think your happiness is in filling your priorities. But if you don't know your priorities, deep down you do know your priorities and you know which cups you need to fill, which buckets you need to fill, but you're running around just trying to put a little bit in every single bucket and you're not happy and you feel frustrated and you feel unfulfilled and you feel exhausted. And I think that, look, I don't have it all going on. I'm still running around trying to fill up way too many buckets for sure. But when I do find that space for myself, when I do find that time to sit down and go, okay, what makes me happy? And what does success look like for me? Like that's a major one, right? Because we, again, we have so much stuff that we can see outwardly and we create a story of what that looks like and what it should look like and what we need to do to get that. But when I do sit, and meditate or journal and I and I know okay what do I really want to do and I listen and I give myself that space yesterday I talked about I have this whole notebook of where I write down things that I want to do or ideas that I have or things that I want to accomplish or you know dreams that I might have or something that sparks my interest I have it in a book so I'm giving it a space that's not in my head that doesn't have to take up room, that doesn't have to like, you know, poke itself into other shit and distract me. I give it a space and that is communication. That's me also saying, not just, you know, talking to myself, but hearing myself. So it's that duality again. It's not just being able to communicate with myself. It's being able to hear and say, I'm listening. I value what you're saying. I value your thoughts, feelings, opinions, process, etc." So I just wanted to throw that out there today in, you know, what does your communication look like with your 
everybody in your life, even like children. Like I think I, I, I underestimate sometimes being a clear communicator with my child and also listening to him, sitting down and taking two minutes to say, what is it that you want? What is it that you're looking for? How can I help you? What's going on right now? And communicating back clearly with him, not just in a minute or whatever, like saying, being really, really clear so that there isn't frustration, confusion. I mean, he's two. There's still frustration and, and confusion. But it's better. And um, and that communication piece with yourself. You know, am I taking the time to listen to myself? Do I even know what I want? Do I know, you know... And when you're in good communication, you don't have to f- have it all figured out because you know you're in constant communication. I think that is another piece where we feel like we need to know the answers because we don't have the capacity to be in constant problem solving or constant communication, but we do. We do. We do have the ability to have daily communication with ourselves, whether it be in journaling, meditation, or just taking a couple deep breaths and like sinking into your body. Your body, I believe, is just such a amazing communicator. My God, is it? I mean, because it will knock you out (laughs) when you're not listening to it. And it tells you, and there's so many hints and tips and clues that it gives you. And so sinking into your body, you know, when you think about something, do you, how does your body react? This is, if anyone is into kinesiology, it's, you know, muscle testing, etc. I wholeheartedly believe in it. And I see it in action, but I also believe in it because I sink into my own body and I know that my body speaks to me through sensation and feeling. And so there's really, there's really so much power in that. And there's so much, I mean, it just depends what you want out of your life. But I think if you want to have a exciting, joyful, peaceful beautiful life that when you are not a solid communicator that starts with your communication with yourself if you are not prioritizing your relationship with yourself and that's not just like frivolous self-love stuff you know taking a day to do whatever some person on the internet says is self-care list ask yourself what feels like self-care to you Self-care to me is a lot of things. Today it was sitting down with a chai and doing like a scratchy and giving myself that time. I just sat down. I was like, what do I need right now? And it was simple and it was quick, but it filled my little bucket up so that I had the ability to go and feel fueled up. And so it doesn't always have to be like, I need a full day. I need a spa day. I need to, you know, get a bath run or something. Tap into your body. What do you want? Sometimes it can be really, really simple. It can be really, really simple. And instead, if we're not in that communication, we're just dipping into what we think is going to make us feel better because we have that program setting from maybe when we were five or 10 or 15, you know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do, or I'm going to eat a bunch of junk food, or I'm going to binge watch some TV, or I'm going to whatever, instead of tapping in and really feeling into what's going to what's gonna make me feel great. So that's all. I thought this was going to be a 10-minute podcast, but I'm going to cap it at 20 and have a beautiful day wherever you are. I love you. Thank you for listening. And I do have another workshop coming up 
the art of journaling it is on the 31st i want to say of march yeah just go check out my instagram because i don't know exactly it's at veronica lee drayton and there will be a link in my bio for that and there will be another workshop coming up again because i think that it is one of my favorite things to talk about and i want to keep sharing that so that's all have a beautiful day i love you and i will talk to you soon Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and joining me here. If you want to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Lee Drayton and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode or what you want to hear in the future or just send me a really funny meme because I'm always here for that. Thanks so much. See you next time.